Welcome to this week's edition of Sean and Dee's Good Tape. I guess we should start off by saying a couple of things. First off, I'm sorry that we did not have a show last week. So <laughs> that was totally on me. Hello, Bongo. It's all good, Sean. I mean, yeah. life happens. This is not our main job. I think everybody should understand. <laughs> it was crazy here last Wednesday when we were trying to uh, tape this thing for the week. I was going to go out of town for a few days, so we were trying to tape it a little bit early. And these biggest gigantic storms decided to uh, hit the Peoria, Illinois area, which included at one point, um, I kept pushing it back. I kept saying, well, let's let's record in 45 minutes or let's record an hour. I thought the storms would calm down. It ended with... Um, we got in some places up to 10 inches of rain. Jesus um, Christ. The flash flooding was insane. And the night ended with uh, a, a little town called Shinoa, which is north of Bloomington. And there was a tornado spinning up in the air above it, but it didn't actually come down and hit the town. Thank goodness. So, oh, my gosh. Yeah. So it was it was quite the night. Do you remember, uh, were, were you gone already when that one tornado came through and hit Brandon's house? Uh or the one that was close to the, the apartment I lived in with that with the girlfriend of mine at that time, uh, that hit like a few blocks away, knocked out a building in Jacksonville. Um, Do you remember? I don't. I was there for a tornado at when I worked in radio in Jacksonville, but I don't know if it's the same one. But I remember it tore uh, tore some stuff up there on that side of Jacksonville. So it's probably yeah. the same one. Yeah, it was just a few blocks away from from where we were living at the time. Yeah, uh, I know it knocked down a car wash and some stuff like that. That's what it was. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, on the other side of like Dunlap and all that stuff, yes. right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, it's just uh weather is a scary thing. It's uh it's good that we have all four seasons here in Illinois, but you just never know what's gonna happen in the spring and summer. So yeah. we, you know we first started the show, I think was I in Kansas at the mm-hmm. time? You were, yes. Yeah. So and that's you know, you ask uh, Dorothy and all of them, that's you know, tornado central right there. So oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. where where are you uh located at this time? It looks like a different background than the last time we talked. Uh no, I, I this I was here uh when uh when we did the show with Richie. I'm in uh, Clovis, New Mexico. Okay. All right. Yeah. Is it hot yeah. there? Oh my god, Sean. <laughs> this week hasn't been bad, but it's going to be bad next week. Yeah. And where we're working at it's not air conditioned. It's awful. You know Awful. what? You know what's great though about today, particularly, and that we're taping this on the Thursday before we'll uh, put it out on a Sunday. But it's the finally, finally, the opening day of the baseball season. You, you got your Cubs hat on. I do. I do indeed. Yeah. I uh, I was talking with a guy at work today too. I was like, uh, God, I'm I'm I, I want to be more excited about this than I am. But the Cubs bullpen sucks. You mm-hmm. know, the batting is inconsistent. But I am excited to see. You know. David Ross and, you know, uh, starting with the manager, managing the club and to see how he does. And and I don't know a goddamn thing about the Cardinals. It's been so long since I've been able to pay attention to any of that stuff. Well, well, I watched their uh, exhibition game last night. It was on, and I think it was the only one that they played that wasn't, you know, inner squad or whatever. And the Kansas City Royals came to Bush Stadium, and it was really weird to, to not see any fans in the stands and stuff it like that. It does take some getting used to, but, yeah. But the interesting thing, you know, Mike Matheny's now the manager of the Royals, so he was in the other dugout, so that made it <gasps> see, kind I, of a, I forgot about yeah, that. Like, it, like it I had the, interesting. the, the start of the Nats uh, or Yanks Nats game, and uh, I forgot Starlin Castro. Anyhow, sports. No, no. Gives a shit about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, but a... I, I forgot about all the transactions that had happened, you know, mm-hmm. prior to the season, you know, starting the spring training started and all that. But yeah, yeah, no, it was 
it's going to be, it'll be fun. It's nice to have sports back. I don't know if you saw this today, an interesting little footnote before we get to our, what we actually usually do on this show, but um, Fox sports has decided that they're going to, when they show games on the weekends. And I think they're going to start showing Thursday night games too um, on, on Fox. You like the proper Fox channel. They're actually going to uh, put in, fake fans in the stadium and they should like cgi yeah well i mean they're 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 video of real fans so it'll look i mean it's real video but they're going to overlay it on top of the stands and i saw a video of what they're going to do today it actually doesn't look bad at all you can i guess you can sort of tell if you really look close that they're not really there but it's it's almost a better atmosphere than just looking at a bunch of empty seats you you know it's funny i live in a hotel you know essentially and uh uh I don't watch a lot of TV, but I keep it on in the background regardless. And uh, it, especially in the mornings, you know, I, I just leave it on ESPN. And I actually kind of got into Korean baseball <laughs> for a little bit. Hey. Like I could, I didn't know the names, but I knew the teams and the announcers who were having so much fun, probably because it was, you know, the butt crack of dawn for them. You know, they're just kind of giddy and waiting for their coffee to kick in. But but it was actually pretty entertaining. And it was sports. It was live sports. sports. It was, it was, yeah. Well, and now now it's going to get really weird if everything actually comes back like it's supposed to. Is baseball this week, the NBA next week, the NHL coming up, I think, in the next couple of weeks, and then football is going to start, and they're all four going to be going on at the same time yeah. if they stay playing, which I think yeah. is still a big if. But If everything happens, everything is so up in the air. But it, but it at least makes you feel a little bit normal being able to watch a baseball game, so I'll take it. But Yeah, it'll make pain for the MLB package you know, at least feel like I, you know, got something out of it too. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So anyway, um, let's get started. Let's get started with the show. And uh, last week I jokingly used this song as our, uh, as our, or two weeks ago, I used our last episode. How about that? (laughs) Use this as our our theme song just to kind of razz you a little bit. And we liked it so much that we reached out to the guy who, um, who made the song and we kept it. So I'll play it first. We'll talk about it on the other side. song is by uh daniel swisher is his name and dennis you've looked him up a little bit more than i have but he gave us permissions to use that for as long as we want to as long as we you know kind of talk about him a little bit yeah so first of all daniel swisher uh s-w-i-s-h-e-r daniel d-a-n-i-e-l uh is uh instagram is at daniel underscore swisher he's got a patreon page he's on uh, uh, facebook and all that too uh he's amazing he's a great and he like you said that the other day or you know, a couple of weeks ago that like he plays all his own instruments mm-hmm. he's also he's he's got a new song that came out a couple of weeks ago called hope uh you can find like this on his uh, youtube page uh and, and there was another great song called alternative ending that, that he put out at towards the beginning of the year but some of his punk covers he does damn it by blink 182 really he does a punk which is cover kind of, of a, Hola. which is kind of a punk song anyway that's well, no, no, it is. I mean, it is oh. a punk song. Blink One Eighty Two is punk, uh, but but it but it's so good. You know, just watching this this 
man, I was going to say kid again, you know, because we're old and, but he's actually an adult, uh, watching this guy, you know, just do it the way he does with playing all his own instruments, filming it the way he does. It's impressive as hell. Uh, he does a cover of Hello by Adele in a punk fashion. It's so great. It's oh, that's so cool. I'm, I'm and Everlong by Foo Fighters. No, I'm going oh, yeah, to yeah. Especially no. Hello you by could, Adele. You... That's going to be really cool. Oh my God, it's so <laughs> awesome. Uh, but but as, as I said also, he's a Patreon. He's got a Patreon uh, uh, page too. If, and if you're an aspiring guitarist or anything like that, he's he's willing to, to hook you up with the tabs and everything. Uh, it, and he's got a couple of different levels on it. And, and Sean, we're official members of, of his Patreon page too. Nice. Uh, but, but thank you so much, Daniel, for letting us use your song. It's amazing and it fits. And once we get to the Beatles show, when whenever we get Richie back on again, you know, we'll, you'll, you'll see how much it fits. But yeah. thank you so much. Yeah, no, very cool. Very cool. So I got to, we, we have, a, <laughs> we have a special guest this week that we've got to get to coming. Well, guestish. Yeah, yeah. Not necessarily that we're going to talk to, but we got a message from a, from a frequent listener of the show that we're going to get to in a little bit. But a let's, supporter. A support. Yes. Yes. Let's start the actual going through some songs and we'll take a break and get to uh get to this message that we got because it's absolutely hilarious and uh but i want to save it for a little bit so i'm gonna let you just kind of lead this whole thing because you came up with uh all of our songs that we did this week were all songs you wanted to see if i would actually like and i will say i did not like all of them so um i liked some of them but some of them i did not so i'm gonna be curious i what i what i'd like to kind of do here is for you to kind of set up the songs and then you guess if you think I liked the song or if I didn't, I think that would make it oh, almost more fun. Awesome. And then I can tell you what I really thought of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we're, we're, we're skewering away from the nineties theme that, that we have uh, mm-hmm. uh, our, our friend Ricky uh, uh, gave us a great shout out on our last show on, on her Instagram page. So thank you so much for that. And we're, we're going to get to some of the songs that she's asked for too. And and there's a band in here that, sh- that she wanted us to listen uh, list also, but anyhow, so, very first song is Pearl Jam's cover of Brandy Carlisle's Again Today. It was on the, the uh, uh, Benefit album that came out a couple of years ago for, uh, uh, called Stories. Uh, and, and, and this was their contribution. And their fellow Seattleites, uh, uh, Mike McCready and her, are really close and have okay. recorded things together. And uh, uh, so this song, did you ever get a chance to listen to that acoustic version I sent I you? did not. I did not listen okay. to the acoustic version. But here's here's something I found interesting about this, that it said Brandy Carlisle's 2007 studio album. And I really thought that she was more of a newer, maybe not newer artist, but that she oh. was new, bigger on the scene in more recent years. I didn't realize she'd been around for that long. Oh my gosh. No, no. She's, I, I mean, the, I think the story was like her second or third album actually, okay. but, but yeah, no, the, the one she, uh, the, by the way, I forgive you that her album that came out in 2018, uh, was the one that put her on the map mm-hmm. and it's incredible. And I've actually seen her live two or three times and, 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 and if you, I, I know you're aware of her, so yeah. you know, her voice yeah. is incredible. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and she can play she can play some good guitar too. The time I saw her, I think the time the time I saw her, I believe it was at an awards show that she was she was just up on the stage by herself, if I remember right, playing sure. a, yeah. playing an acoustic number, and it was incredible. Yeah, but but this song, the what Pearl Jam does to it gives it that sort of punky Ramon style. Mm-hmm. It's is completely completely unrelated to the way she wrote the song for that album the story and oh that story the story that was this that big song that was an er that broke and uh yeah i know you know it if you'll hear it and i'm not going to 
you know, pretend like I know what I'm going to do and sing it, you know, for you. But once you hear it and maybe I'll throw it in as another one, but yeah, no, it's so good. It's absolutely amazing. And, and, uh, and this version, when I first heard it, I was like, holy fuck, like, and, and just the words. Uh, okay. So, so do I guess at the end of it? You can guess talking? whenever, well, you can guess whenever you'd like. Well, well, if you want to discuss, I'll go ahead and guess and that way bring you into discussion instead of me just yammering on about a fucking mm-hmm. Pearl Jam cover. Uh, but I'm going to guess you liked it. I did. Yes, I yeah. did. Yes. I, I did like it. And and there's there's going to be a theme here to the songs that I liked that I don't want to get into quite yet because it'll it'll be a dead giveaway on, on if I like the songs. But these types of songs like this... Uh, these are this is like my my jam right now is is songs like this it's not too heavy but it's also heavy enough to where it's not too i don't know mellow i guess oh so whenever like i i i know we half-assed discussed you know when i'll throw these uh you know sean listen to these songs Mm -hmm. playlists Mm -hmm. uh uh, i can't remember how frequently but i've already got you know the next one (laughs) but uh but i but i think maybe we do that after a special one or or Mm -hmm. like you know in situations like you had this week or last week uh but but yeah the song you're right it's not too heavy it's just a fun punk song but again not unlike uh the theme we had with the the richie show was there you know it's it's a little dark yeah Uh, but but uh uh the 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 one that that the 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 chorus, the I'm afraid to swink, sink, bleh. I'm afraid to swim. I'm sad to say I miss my friends. I know that I'm supposed to step away, but they need me to stay and keep a watch fly on all my heroes and all their demons. Like, God, just reading that gives me fucking goosebumps. Yeah. It's, no, that's it. And, and the I, way he delivers it, of course. And and that, that if you, if you just take that as itself, everybody's been in that position before. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good song though. Yeah. One for one. When the spinning spark starts, the colors bleed together and fade. Was it ever there at all? Or have I lost my way? Oh, so good. <laughs> and to hear Eddie sing it. Oh. Okay. By the way, right. by the way, speaking of uh, Eddie, I've gotten a lot more of a Pearl Jam fix lately because I, I picked up XM radio again. I got rid of it for quite a, for during, COVID, you talking about yeah, d- during COVID, there was no reason to have it because I was literally driving to work and driving home and I, it takes 10 minutes. And what am I paying for the service for? Well, they offered me a deal. Um, when was it? Uh, last week, I guess they sent me a deal to where it was $60 for a year for the premium package. Oh, with, nice. And you also got a free Echo Dot from Amazon, which is $40. So essentially it was $20 for a year. Yeah. Those Echo yeah. Dots are cool. Uh, yeah, they uh, are. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually travel with one. Do you, well, the cool thing, the cool thing about it is, is after I got it all set up, I already had one and now I've got it where you if you play a song, it goes everywhere in the house, you yep. know, which is, yep. it's kind of neat, but yeah, yeah. Amazon, yeah, so if you, Amazon Echo Dots. If you'd like to uh, sponsor our show, please. Yeah, uh, come on, please add Amazon. Death yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was it ever there at all? And have I lost my way? The path of least resistance is catching up with me again today. Again today. Good song. Ah, uh, so good. All right, so this next one's going to be interesting. And 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 again, veering off the '90s track. This is mm-hmm. off of. Uh, uh, an album that came out in January this year, the end of January. That's uh, I did not realize. I did not realize it was such a new song. I've heard it before, actually. Oh, have you really? I did. I, okay. I mean, like once. I remember hearing it, but I was. I'm surprised to hear it's that new. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, uh it's 
at Drive-By Truckers Thoughts and Prayers off of their album that came out in January called The Unraveling. And basically the song is, a you know, uh, you would think a band like the Drive-By Truckers would have uh, more uh, right-leaning thoughts and views. But this song is basically, you know, telling them like, and, and here it is. Uh, let me find it here. The smell of gunpowder, the sight of blood, and blaring of cell phones ringing after a shooting. You know, let's. It's it's basically a gun control song, and like just let's get this taken care of. Mm -hmm. and, and it's impressive hearing it in the tone that they do it. And and uh, I'm not sure how familiar you are with this man, Sean. But I'm but, not actually. Okay, so mm -hmm. I, I, I was I had like three or four different ones of these guys' songs uh, lined up for this one, and I went with this one just because it was newer, and. Uh, well, actually, the song. Anyhow, it, I went with this one because it was just—it's just so impressive and new and, and, and in my head. But uh, but yeah, it's so good. This band is is incredible. I and I would urge you or anybody out there listening to check them out. But so so uh, first off, what do you what do you think of uh, the ratings of for me on this? For you, yeah, thumbs up, thumbs down. I'm gonna say. I want to say thumbs up, but I think it might be a little bit too on the nose and you might say thumbs down, but, but I think it's, I'm going to say thumbs up. It, it is a thumbs up. Yes. And I, and I, Good. and I, and I agreed with their message. You know, I, 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 I totally, you know, agree with their message of, you know, thoughts and prayers doesn't really go all that far and all that stuff. And it's a very overused yep. term. You know, I think, I think people use it on social media particularly because they don't know what else to say to somebody where, Absolutely. where a lot of times when it comes to that and you see, Oh, well, I'm going to use just somebody like passing away that, you know, somebody's related to, and they, they put a thing up and somebody puts thoughts and prayers. It's nice because they're thinking of you, but it doesn't really mean anything. And so, so I've, up your I've, ass with your useless thoughts and prayers. Yeah, yeah. So I've gotten to the point where if I, if I know the person well enough, I'll just reach out separately in a message and say, you know, if you need anything, you know, that, that kind of stuff, which is still, <laughs> still doesn't really do anything for the person. But I just think typing thoughts and prayers on social media is just to, to show, Hey, look at me. I, I actually show that I care about somebody. And, well, I, and really, I think, yeah. I think that's, you know, I mean, obviously the song is very political. Mm-hmm. And it's probably zeroing in on a particular person. Uh, and if you've ever seen the video, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But uh, uh, it's uh, it's it's exactly that. It's a social media age uh, where, you know, you. OK, so I, I think I'm relevant enough to say something. So thoughts and prayers go out to so and so mm -hmm. over this horrific you know, tragedy mm -hmm. and death and and, you know, rest in peace to these people yeah. like it's 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 pointing out the hypocrisy and the the hollowness of the gesture of you know like you can do something about this instead of giving us you know your mm -hmm. condolences right and uh uh yeah it, it's just it, it's impressive and, and very well done it, it's a very good song here here's my now i'm gonna i'm gonna rip on it just a little bit i gave it an overall thumbs up here's my problem with it i, I see i knew it was going to be on the fence it's absolutely it's too long that's my that's my problem with it is after about three minutes of it i'm like i get your message it's a good message <laughs> but now now you're taking me to a place where i want to change it because i'm i've heard it and i get what you're saying and now you've gone too far not that yeah. not, that, not that they've politically gone too far just the song's going on too long I I, yeah. I I get that. I can understand that. Uh, uh, 
especially given your line of work, you, you're just like, all right, yeah, let's <laughs> snap, snappy, snappy. Let's get to it. Yeah. I, I do like the end where they bring up the, the, the flat earther guy. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, what's the line? Uh, oh, and he saw the earth was round just before he hit the ground and gravity called out to close the deal. I did like that. He kind of threw that in there too. Mm-hmm. And, and, and these guys, uh, and, and, and Oh, by the way, uh, uh, our, our supporter, Jen from, from France, uh, wanted to hear a drive-by trucker song too she's the one who actually turned me on to the band oh, nice and uh uh, uh there yeah <laughs> there's gonna be some other right. shit is jen originally from france or is she uh originally not from france no she's originally from oh jesus she's gonna be so pissed that i don't remember i well there, say- i've got a reason for asking is she from the states or is she originally oh from- no 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 she's okay. from europe that's funny to me because listening to this band, they sound like kind of hillbilly-ish, you know, the, in the oh, way that they yes. sing and stuff. And yeah. it's just kind of funny to hear somebody in Europe would, uh, you know, gravitate toward a band that sounds oh, like she's that. She's a huge fan of her. This is this was uh, <laughs> uh, her, her and her husband, uh, you know, when, when I w- was in Europe uh, a couple of years ago, you know, I went and spent an evening with, with her and her husband and, you know, talking about music and you know, they took me to some pubs around France and, and it was just, it was awesome. That's cool. Such a great time. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and, 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 and it was, uh, it, it was just really cool to sit there, you know, in their apartment, playing their records and, and, you know, talking about drive-by truckers and, mm-hmm. and Pearl Jam, Pearl Jam is obviously where, you know, like I got to know them from, but, uh, uh she was the present tense, uh, uh, one that we oh, okay. about yeah, yeah. that second episode, but, uh, but yeah, no, it is kind of funny actually to hear a you know like a kind of a country sounding, uh, country rock sounding band you know, mm-hmm. you know, getting yeah from a rural town getting turned onto it right. by somebody from Europe. Yeah, <laughs> it's, exactly. it is pretty good. Exactly. So thumbs up, but too long. Get you. Yes. Yep. Now uh, speaking to her, speaking to Jen, she turned me on to this this artist also, and I'm I've. I've fallen in love with this artist and I've supported her as an independent artist. This is a uh, Valhalla by Lauren Ruth Ward. Uh, and so this was the first song I ever heard of her, hers. Like I, Jen sent me a link to a, a, a clip uh, that they've report did this song, you know, for some YouTube page or whatever. And, and it just fucking blew me away, blew my mind. I was trying to tell as many people as I could about it that I thought would dig it. And, uh, and she finally put it out on, on the album that came out this year, uh, volume two Valhalla by Lauren Ruth Ward. Unbelievable. And for you, Sean, I think I'm, I'm cheating a little bit. Cause I think we talked about this. Mm-hmm. Like you actually said, you really enjoyed this song. I so did. I did. Yeah. I did like this song. You know, you know, this song and they have no connection to each other whatsoever. And I got to look up the name of the song really quick, but it reminded me a little bit. I, the thing I like about this song probably more than anything is it does. It's uh, it sounds like more than one song in one, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, it, it sounds the like, different, it sounds like, it sounds like different songs and it reminds me of, and my, my, um, stupid uh apple music is uh apple by the way if you want to sponsor a sponsorship on <laughs> but who, who it, runs it, apple anymore is it tim cook uh, beats, is that who it is beats me i don't even know hold on we'll, we'll have basis you, you keep talking about this song and i'll get back to what i was talking so about. so so the song is like i had no idea what it was the first time i, I heard it. It, it it wasn't actually until i started looking up the notes for it uh but but uh uh she's Lauren Ruth Ward's a lesbian and and she the song is about how she 
faked it for so long and then finally realized what would make her happy is just what gets her to her Valhalla, her high place, is just lay it all online, be herself. And 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 it you you can just the emotion she sings it with, you can tell she means it. The bass line in the song is fucking amazing, also. Uh but uh uh let's see, uh they'll memorize my name on the list at the door of Valhalla. I'll tell them how I died in the Battle of Madonna. Some will scratch their balls and they'll wonder how I conquered. Befriend the male gaze, G-A-Z-E, make my own money, forming my own phase. Like that's so empowering and impressive. Like and and, and the way she delivers it. It's mm-hmm. really good. So what I was trying to say earlier, I found I finally found what I was looking for. Um, the Counting Crows had an album that came out in 2014. I believe it's the last album that they've had that they've released. And, you know, it's been is that somewhere under Wonderland. It is some, yeah, yeah. somewhere, somewhere uh, under Wonderland. Yes. But the first song on that, when I, you know, we kind of got away from the Counting Crows because they changed their music a little bit, you know, yeah, and we talked about this. Yeah, they got smashed. Yeah, yeah. A little bit. But then um, this album came out and in 2014, I still remember this. I'm like, I want to hear something different, you know, that I haven't heard, you know, and stuff. And I knew that that album came out and I thought, uh, and they were actually coming to Peoria to play in concert. And I thought, oh, I might go to that show, but I want to hear their what their stuff is now. And I and so I downloaded the album on um, on iTunes, and uh, Palisades Park is the first song on that that uh, album. And it sounds it's got that same kind of groove as this, where it sounds like it's about four different songs in the same song because of changing tempo and changing how the song is. And I just I really liked that vibe. And this song reminded me of that. The the meanings of the song have nothing to do with each other. But oh, the, overall, the overall vibe of the song is what I'm talking about. And I liked that. That whole album, by the way, from the Counting Crows is pretty good. I, I And I remember I mean, we'll discuss this on another show, but I, I remember like you had told me about it and I kind of put mm-hmm. it off again, you know, mm-hmm. like having written off the counting crows. And then uh, I, I finally have some a hotel somewhere and I started listening to it. I, I think I remember texting you like, Holy shit, this album is great. It is <laughs> like, good. Yeah. like this yeah. is, oh, and, and it is sad that they haven't put anything out. Uh, but like, but just like that song, like the way this song moves from tempo to tempo to tempo, like you said, it sounds like three or four different songs, mm-hmm. but it just flows so well the band is so in key mm-hmm. and 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 this is another one of those videos where that i would ask you to seek out and watch because it's just it's really impressive okay just pretty fucking cool yeah, yeah check it out all right yeah. we got one more song and then we're going to take a uh take a break and deviate just a little bit so uh we're going to do what sean we're going to deviate we're going to flip the tape from side A oh, to side B. We've I'm talked sorry. about this. All right. <laughs> Quit so fighting me on it. It's a great fucking idea, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and that kind of language is why we have to take a break and flip the table. <laughs> All right. Sorry. So the next song. <laughs> <laughs> so the next song is No Other Way by Jack Johnson off his 2005 album In Between Dreams. Uh, ooh, let's see. I really, really like this song. It means a lot to me. Uh, so is a thumbs up or thumbs down from you? I'm going to say thumbs up. I, I would give it a thumbs up. Yes. 
four for four. Very yeah. good. So. Yes, I would give it a thumbs up. And and the reason the reason being is because I've heard Jack Johnson before, you know, heard his oh, music yeah. before. Jack Johnson actually to talk about, you know, life as a dad. Um uh one of his songs, and I can't remember which one it is off the top of my head, is featured in the feature length movie of Curious George. And he'll come on the radio once in a while, and Elliot, my son, my six year old, who's been a Curious George fan since he was like two, will immediately go, Hey, that's the guy that sings the song from Curious george i was playing this the other day and he said that's the guy who sings the song from curious george he recognizes his voice he's got a such a mellow i guess i'll i'll talk about what i was talking about before on on some of these songs they they remind me songs like this remind me of the tv show scrubs which we've talked about a little bit you know they scrubs music has this kind of vibe to it you know the songs that you hear on scrubs you know and if you ever have like the soundtrack and that's like kind of like I, when I hear songs like this, I think of it, oh, that's a Scrubs type song, you know, yeah. which which is actually probably the music I would prefer to listen to at this point in my life. Most of the time, something that's a little bit more mellow, as we talked about earlier, that's not going to like blow your eardrums out. But um, but yeah, the the message of this song, I, I mean, again, this song just makes me think of somebody uh, uh, wonderful that that means a lot to me. And, and uh, you know, just the the line uh Words can fall short, can't see the unseen because the world is awake for somebody's sake. Now, please close your eyes, woman. Please get some sleep and know that if I knew all the answers, I would not hold them from you. Know all the things that I know because we've told each other there's no other way. He wrote it one night when he couldn't sleep, just sitting there with the guitar, trying to be quiet. And and he's yes, he's an impressive artist. Uh, His songs, maybe a lot of them maybe sound the same but they all sound fucking great. Like mm-hmm. Flake. Remember that song when we were uh, uh, speaking of songs that change tempo, you, I, you probably don't know it by the name and I can't think of the words off the top of my head, but it was, it was the one we would listen to a lot. Uh, uh, but, but yeah, it's so good. Hmm. But, but yeah, no. So I'm glad you liked it. It was, it was, it's been one of those songs for the last year or two that, that have just, you know, like every time I hear it, it just makes me feel happy and peaceful and 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 and, and knowing that I'm, <laughs> I'm listening to the Flake song to see what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. I can hear it half assed through your microphone. Yeah, well it's okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know the song. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that was yeah. probably his most yeah. famous yeah. song and uh but uh that banana pancakes and everything. But yeah, no, he's so good. Mm-hmm. It's so good. And this song, like I said, just makes me feel happy. Very good song. No, I like, I like it a lot too. He's, he's got a good vibe. So, yeah. So, okay. We got to get to this, uh, this point in the show where, um, Dennis, you got a phone message the other day. If you want to set this up and then I'll play it. Cause I've got it on rec- recording here. You want me to just play it? Uh, well, it, it's, you, we've talked about her quite a bit. Uh, and and she may or may not approve of the way I phrase things, let's say. <laughs> but but it was quite interesting after the Richie show, uh, episode five that we did. Uh, she she had some opinions. Uh, so so it's my mom, and she sent us a little voice memo. Here. So if, yeah, let go me, ahead and play. Let it, me Joe. let me let me play it really quick. Hold on. Hey, dude. Um, I just listened to your latest episode. It was amusing. But I have to say, you have stepped up your um, swearing game even more. Like you're trying to do it on purpose. 
it's like pretty much every other word. And I don't think that's necessary, is it? And I'm a little surprised at Sean, too. Um, he had a few words in there. And then the whole thing with oh. the supernova that he almost read on air. I looked it up and... Anyway, <laughs> okay, I'll talk to you later. So, <laughs> so you uh, have no idea how many times I've gotten that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the champagne supernova thing. Just to go back to that really quick, um, the uh, that has been a really fun thing to uh, to talk about with people. When I was on my uh, trip last week on my golf trip up to Michigan, there, somebody was playing champagne supernova when we were out on the golf course. Because the thing to do apparently when you're golfing is to uh, take a Bluetooth speaker and strap it to your golf cart and then play music through your phone, which is really kind of fun. It made it made the golf trip. But I heard that song probably three times, and it was with three different people, and I had to explain to all three people what a champagne supernova. <laughs> we we got some. Everybody agreed. Everybody agreed that it was probably the thing about the cocaine was oh, what absolutely. was what oasis was talking about absolutely <laughs> but but the yeah. fact that you made it you brought it up uh, just was hilarious in the comments that we've gotten on, on, on instagram mm -hmm. uh, about like yeah you're probably taking a week off to cool off over the uh you know, Sean was reading Champagne Supernova's now, other thing. now honestly when you got they, two we looked it up and and yeah I can't believe that <laughs> when you got two little kids and you change diapers for the last six years, it ain't that big of a deal, man. It just isn't that big of a deal. So anybody who especially, was making those comments doesn't have little kids is my guess. Especially on an airplane. But it just it, it made me laugh so fucking hard that mom brought that up. Hmm. And, uh, uh, and by the way, I don't think she actually read it. Uh, uh, I think I, I could be wrong, but my mother is a saint. And, and if I told her not to read it, I think she would not have read it. But she knew it was bad. And I told her it was about pooping. <laughs> so, <laughs> I said poop, Mom, not shit. So there. I don't think that's necessary, is it? <laughs> oh, holy shit. That's going to be a thing, isn't it? It's totally going to be a thing. I Absolutely. loved it when I heard her say that. I'm like, I'm totally keeping that. Every time. <laughs> Not every time because you do it too much, but every, you know, when you use a, a good word once in a while, I'm just going to play that to kind of bring you back down a little bit. But yeah. uh, what's hilarious is, is, uh, you know, uh, I, I, I think it was, I was talking about it with Katie after she listened to the show and, uh, and she said, you should have her record. Uh, uh, I don't like that kind of talk <laughs> you know, like, uh, uh, Olivia Soprano yeah, in, yeah. In, in the Sopranos. Cause mom, <laughs> mom says that a lot and it's hilarious. That's funny. But, uh, but yeah. I love that. That's hilarious. I'll have to check with her, make sure it's okay that, that she becomes a, a regular. Well, she's going to be show. for this show at least. So, well, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so am I supposed to start swearing more? Like she thinks I do. Like she has, like, this is how I talk. And I, mom, I apologize that I censored myself in front of you, but D's mom, he's always been this way ever since I've known <laughs> yeah. him. So, and I've known him since he was 14 years old. So, yeah. And Sean is hiding. He's hiding. I that guy swears more than than well, not more than me, but no, but nobody swears. swears more than you. Yeah, yeah. Like I told Richie when Richie was getting ready to come on, he said, "Should I cuss? Should I should I cuss like D?" And I said, "You can't out D D." 
you just can't do it. So, yeah. 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 Anyway, anyway, to the back half of the of the songs for this week. We're not taking a break. We're not flipping to side B. We're not doing that. I thought we just did that. That was flipping to side B. That was our halftime show. Oh, gotcha. Uh, yeah. All right. So song number five is Miss the Boat by Modest Mouse. Uh, I don't. I think we actually missed the boat on Modest Mouse when they when they were out. I mean, there was a couple of favorite, uh, uh, you know, singles that they had that were maybe on our radars. A uh, float on is the one I'm thinking of, but uh, but I got turned on to this band in the last couple of years. Okay, uh, and 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 this song in itself is is just this album. Anyhow, it's out the two thousand album, just like uh, Brandy Carlisle. We were dead before the ship even sank. Missed the boat, and and I'm going to say, Sean, that four for four with thumbs up. I'm going to guess right in that vein of the Scrubs thing because it actually appeared in the Scrubs episode. I'm going to say thumbs up on this one. Uh, this was my favorite of all of the songs, honestly. Awesome. So, yes. yes, yes. No, I liked this song a lot. I'd not heard it before. It's got yeah. a great, it's got a great vibe to it. it and, and when I read that it was in a Scrubs episode, I'm like, of course it was because I really liked it a lot. And well, I almost teased yeah. it when you said the Scrubs thing or whatever, yeah. but, uh, but yeah, no, no this, th- this was, this was by far. I, I mean, I shouldn't say by far because there's a lot of good songs that you had on here, but it was, it was, the best one and i've i've actually listened to it multiple times since uh i got the playlist because get i wanted al- because i wanted to yeah get that album uh, uh on apple or, or spotify or or uh, uh amazon music whoever wants to sponsor us yeah uh, <laughs> yeah but uh uh the, that whole album that one and the moon and and, and antarctica uh, excuse me are are great i mean this band is is so impressive uh but while we're on the subject, could we change the subject now? The very first line of that song just grabs me. Just grabs me. I'm like, holy mm-hmm. shit. Okay. What's this guy got to talk about? The, uh, and then, uh, uh, oh, and we carried it all so well as if we got a new position. Oh, and I laugh all the way to hell saying, yes, this is a fine promotion. Oh, all I laugh all the way to hell. Like, yeah, I'm you know, stepping up, but what the fuck does it mean? You know, it doesn't mean anything. I'm looking for an, something really quick that I can't find. You remember the message that we got from uh, from Homer um, when we were on the, after our last show? Do you remember that? Oh yes. I'm trying to find Here, it. I'll... I'm trying to find it, and I don't know. Did I screenshot it and send it to you guys? Yeah, it should be on the Hangouts thing. Hold okay, on. let me see if I can find it really quick. I'm not trying to take away from this song, but it's something I wanted to pull up so we could talk about it in a little bit. Hmm. Hasn't been that long ago, has it? Oh, maybe you just sent it to me on a text. This is incredible. Yeah. Yeah, I can't find it. Huh. Maybe I did just... uh... No, I know I sent it to Richie. I'm sure I sent it to Richie. (laughs) Oh, here we go. Uh, Homer's response to your podcast today. You want me to read it? Go for it. Okay. Uh, uh, his wife sent this was this was after richie was on with us by the way yeah 
and and remember Richie was worried that we would have Homer on first uh, from a famous mu- music critic regarding episode five podcast. You always bring out the backup band before the main attraction. So you gave us Kid Rock when the audience wanted Metallica. The show, this show reminds me of seventies and eighties. Your fans were expecting Queen. We will, we will rock you. But with Richie being first on the show, they got Cindy Lauper's girls. Just want to have fun. Drop the fucking mic. <laughs> well. <laughs> That was pretty good. That was funny. Yeah. 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 Richie pretended like he thought it was funny too, but you know, he didn't think it was funny. Oh no. They probably haven't talked since then. But Homer, I do do have, (laughs) I do have one thing to say about your language. I don't think that's necessary. Is it? Yeah. Come on, Homer. Yeah. Come on, Homer. Jesus, clean it up. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I didn't mean to take away from modest mouse. I just didn't want to forget to do that. It just popped into my head, but I really like that modest mouse song though. Good song. Yes. Uh, uh, let's see what the, uh, the Owen, oh, we carried it off so well as if we got a new position. Owen, oh, we owned all the tools ourselves, but not the skills to make a shelf with. Oh, what useless tools ourselves! Like God damn it, that's a great way to end that song, and and just the the modest mouse, by the way. Well, now I'm going to listen to more of their stuff. Yeah, yeah, and I'll and I'll send you some shit to listen to. Yeah, you all right? Yeah, my knee was bent funny underneath the. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 42 years old, man. <laughs> Dude. This is how, yeah, you've got a wrist issue. I got a knee issue. And then while we're sitting here, I just found out that my Walmart pickup order is ready to go. We're so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Walmart. All right. We got a couple more songs to go, or three more songs to go. Uh, all right. Did you have anything more to say? About I did not. Well? No, just that yeah, it was good. With, yeah. without, without having stories to share about these, uh, other than. I'm so glad you liked it. And Mm -hmm. whoever's out there listening to these songs, these are great songs. So I'm five for five now Mm -hmm. with Sean. And there's, there's at least one that I didn't like. Maybe at least one, maybe more. So there's only three to go. So, all right. So Mm. the next one wasn't also one of those bands that, that we had been asked about by Ricky and by Kathy and others uh, to do a song by this band, uh, the cure. And I chose pictures of you. Uh, according to the interviews, the inspiration of the song came when a fire broke loose in Robert Smith's home. After that day, Smith was going through the remains and came across his wallet, which had pictures of his wife, Mary. The cover of the single is one of those pictures. The same picture was used on the cover. Of blah, blah. In 2011, the song was voted 278 on the Rolling Stones, 500 greatest songs of all time. I was surprised to hear that after listening to the song, because I listened to all the songs before I read any of this stuff. That we uh-huh. got. I was surprised to hear that it was um, such a highly ranked song by Rolling Stone. It's it's a really good song. Like it's so evocative and and emo-y and and the way he spins it, like like I get it that like he found this photo, like holy shit, I'm looking at this picture of my wife. You know, uh, yeah, no, and 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 the way the song is written and, and composed, uh, you know, it's obviously still '80s. Uh, you can you can tell that it's the end of the '80s, mm-hmm. and it's it's this emo sort of thing, but but it's still a great song. Yes. So for you, I'm gonna guess. Oh, I'm gonna guess thumbs up. I liked it. Yes, I did. Yeah, I did like it. it. I did like it. I didn't love it. I didn't like no, like I didn't love not. it as much. I as didn't the previous expect song. you to. I just wanted to get it in for them. But I liked it. 
Yes. Yeah. It was a good song. That's why I said two two seventy eight of the greatest five hundred of all time. That that seems a little much for me, but that's okay. It was a good song. And Rolling that was Stone, also nine years ago. Yeah. Rolling Stone knows more about music than I do. So I'll I'll live with it. <laughs> yeah, you like Nickelback, so what the fuck are you? Oh hmm. interesting. Uh no, just it just a beautiful, beautiful song. Mm-hmm. Uh it did sound like a song. I think I told you this when we were talking on the phone a couple of weeks ago. It did sound like a song that would come out of one of those 80s teenage angst movies, you know, like oh, 16 absolutely. Candles or something like that. Like it's the big buildup song at the towards the end of the movie. Yeah. Well, see, at this point, I think I guess me and you were were in the uh, the poison, you know, Def Leppard train getting Guns N' Roses to maybe think that that other shit is childish right into the, the Nevermind mm-hmm. uh, era and and this was not a song that played on the radio a lot that we listened to. Yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah. I'm so, not sure so, what kind of a station like where we grew up that this song would have played on. As no, not at fact. all. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, honestly, I mean, it probably is, would have been closer to a light rock station than it would have been any sort well, of rock it, station down there. It would have been like a college sort of thing, like yeah. where you would have heard violent femmes before. We yeah. Did. Uh, uh, th- th- that sort of thing. I mean, it's that same, it's the same sort of level mm-hmm. of music that, yeah. uh, that you know, kind of, I, I, I'm hesitant to call him gothic, although it, it, it it's goth, but it's not. It's a like more of an emo goth, and, and mm-hmm. I'm just making up words now. I think, uh, you know, of course I, but who knows? But no, it's a great song. It's a beautiful song, and sentiment. Uh, uh, Lit. Do you remember the band Lit? Yeah. Now, my, my own worst, my own enemy. worst enemy. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. they did it, it, that same album that was on. They did a cover of that, and I don't think I realized have that was ever, who that was. Have you ever heard it? Oh yeah, yeah. Is no, Brad, our friend Brad loved that album. Oh, uh, and I was riding to work with him uh, uh, at that point. So, so, so I heard it quite a bit, and I, I I thought it was a great song, but I didn't realize it was a Cure cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right, song number seven. Brought up the other day, or the other show, "Mouthful of Cavities" by Blind Melon. Now, after you heard it, heard it, do you remember hearing it before? Or hearing, I, I believe uh, so. Yeah, I think yeah. I heard it before. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, it, it's there wasn't a lot about it online to talk about. Uh, you know, so the the interpretations up in the air, uh, but but goddamn, it's a great song. And then Jenna Krause, who does the backup vocals on it, and her and Shannon Hoon have such great chemistry together but uh so with you with this song i'm gonna guess thumbs up i did like it yes yeah mm-hmm. yes i did yeah, like seven for seven so Which far you know what that means about the last one fuck yeah i do and that yeah. makes me so happy yeah uh, mm-hmm. uh the uh so what i did find uh i, I mean mouthful of cavities your soul's bowl of jokes and every day you remind me how desperately i'm in need uh like uh and 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 and, and going back to like where we know the song from like it's heartbreaking if honestly you listen to it and and if you ever find the video clip like uh, the band itself released the official version off of their um uh letters from a porcupine uh dvd they put out uh you know when they were recording the song in new orleans for the album soup uh oh my god it's just so good it's so good See, I haven't seen him smile in a while. You know, it's basically, you have a friend who doesn't smile a lot, doesn't seem happy, 
because they got shitty teeth and and you know a mouthful of cavities so you can't tell necessarily if they're happy or not this is an interpretation and, and mm-hmm. this is how i always thought of the song too this is why i put that in our notes but it's uh uh but it makes so much sense like is this guy happy or does he just have a mouthful of cavities like like does he just not want to smile and show it you know whether it's literal or you know theoretical and if it, it yeah either way it's sad you know it's it's just about oh, yeah. either way yeah yeah, yeah. did you uh, no you probably haven't you haven't had time but that all i can say documentary holy shit so well done danny clinch yeah, I've heard that. Um, I've heard that from more than just you too. Uh, one of uh, one of my buddies that I work with, his name's Rob, big uh, Blind Melon fan. He was talking about the album that this song's on. And he said it's such a great album and stuff. And he talked about that documentary too, and was like, it's a it's a must watch. One of the, one of the uh, next times we do this list, I'll include the song "Soup" by Blind Melon, which is yeah. actually not on this album. Which is kind of weird. On, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, but it's in, it's featured in the documentary their Woodstock performance and it again just talking about it you know goosebumps on my arms like so mm-hmm. absolutely amazing mm-hmm. so fucking good so fucking good so this one is probably where mom will break out a little bit more and I and and you said you had one thumbs down song I did I can't believe we've gotten to this point we've gotten to this point Sean I was I was trying to find a Sammy Hagar song that was different than the shit and and i rolled across sammy hagar and what one of his bands the raw burritos or whatever they, they're called the mastiquilas uh they did a live cover of depeche mode's personal jesus and i can't believe you're going to tell me this is a thumbs down i don't like the way he sings it it's i like the song it's it's not anything to do with uh, not liking the song, so I guess I shouldn't give it a complete thumbs down. I should give it a thumbs in the middle because it's not a bad song at all. I don't like the way Sammy sings this song. So when when we get the hashtag Sammy needs Sean thing going, and we actually get the Red Rocker at Sammy Hagar on this program for an interview, and mm-hmm. I tell him that I think Mastakila is a piece of fucking shit, you're going to tell him that you think his cover of Personal Jesus is a piece of fucking shit. Why would I even bring it up? Oh, I'll bring it up. <laughs> so anyhow, no, you're right. Absolutely right. It's a great, it's a great song, an amazing song. And I was, I, I, when I was rolling through Spotify, looking at Sammy Hagar songs, you know, like I had a couple in mind that I was like, well, fuck, I'll just throw it in there so we can talk about it. But I was like, he did a cover of Depeche Mode. Yeah. And, and I don't, I don't fault him for doing it. I think it's actually, uh, for him to try to cover this song is actually taking a big leap, which, uh, you know, taking a career chance, if you will, with, uh, you know, cause he did an album full of covers essentially, um, is what this is on. It's called Sammy Hagar and friends. Not all of them are covers, but it's where he did. He, it was like an all-star album where he worked with uh, a lot of other artists to do it. And I just, I didn't like the, the chance that he took on this. I, I applaud, but I don't think it turned out that well. And, and you bring up the people that he brought in, too. Uh, so uh, uh, Chad Smith, the drummer from the Chili Peppers, mm-hmm. played drums on the song. And, and Neil Schoen from Journey played guitar on this song. Mm-hmm. And you know how I feel about Journey. Mm-hmm. Neil Schoen's a hell of a good guitarist, though, regardless of yeah. if you hate Journey or not. Fucking hate Journey. Mm-hmm. With the heat of a thousand suns, I hate Journey. The only time I've ever called the cops on anybody was at, at that same apartment in Jacksonville 
neighbors upstairs were having some sort of party. I can't remember what it was. Woke up at like two o'clock in the morning. They were playing wheel in the sky. <laughs> so loud. My, my girlfriend at the time was like, I can't believe they're doing this. I can't believe they're doing this. We knocked on the door. They didn't answer. <laughs> knocked on the door. They didn't answer. And finally, I was like, I can't deal with a journey or be my, you know, upset girlfriend at the time. So I called the cops and made a complaint. And it's just wheel in the sky. Some <laughs> fucking cheesy ass moss tequila horseshit is that. That is the worst. Oh my God. And I fucking hated the band to begin with. And they were playing the entire fucking album. I'm just like, oh God damn, I can't stand. Can't stop believe. Jesus, some cheesy ass horse shit. That ah oh, god, so so that immediately piqued my interest too. Uh, you know, with that being said, the blues sort of interpretation I was intrigued by, but mm-hmm. after listening to it three or four times, I'm sick of it. Yeah, he did not do a good job. Yeah, no, um, good good band that he put together to uh, to cover it, but it just didn't it just didn't come across right. Let's see what let's see what is this. It was a cover of Wheel in the Sky, but it was not any good oh. either. So, what was that? What's that other song? That when the night <laughs> So, you think we need to do a journey, uh, a journey uh, episode? Sure. Maybe I could have my uncle Jack on, and you guys could just sit and yell at each other. <laughs> the whole time. Right here. Yeah, you remember? You <laughs> remember? You, re- you remember though? <laughs> he he used to listen to a, sh- uh, a rock radio show down in Springfield that he liked a lot. Would listen to it every morning, and one day one of the hosts on there ripped on Journey and said that Journey wasn't good, and he never listened to the show again. Oh, I remember! I remember one time me and you and him were sitting there drinking beers over at the table, and uh, and he started talking about Journey, and I think I waited a few minutes before I said. I don't like Journey. And he was like, what? What? And then he made us watch a Journey concert for the rest of yeah, the night. Yeah, yeah. And I just sat there and drank. Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. like, fuck this. God damn it, Jeff. Yeah. But no, that honestly, the Sammy Hagar song was the only one out of the eight that I didn't I didn't like. And I, I haven't like I've heard that song for seven or eight years. I've known it since it came out, and I just I just never really liked it. It would have been really cool to see it. Uh to see it live and be like, oh shit, I can't believe Sammy Hagar is playing Depeche mode mm-hmm. of all people. Uh which I is apparently not an underrated band, but just for our area is, mm-hmm. is an underrated band. Uh, they've got a lot of good shit too, Sean, that, that will maybe pop up on mm. one of these uh, uh, detail Sean what to listen to episodes. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, oh, that's awesome. Seven for eight. Mm-hmm. And the one you didn't care for was who'd Sammy have, fucking Hagar. Who'd have thunk it? So. Sean needs mm-hmm. Sammy, everybody. And we need to talk to him about Mastaquila. And playing with the guy from you're Germany. not going to talk to him about Mas Tequila. I know you won't. You're, you're, I would you're absolutely over Zoom. If, if, if of course, if I was sitting in front of him, I wouldn't say shit to him. But over Zoom, I would be like, you know, like that Mas Tequila, like you, know, like Richie said, uh, uh, you know, that, that was a commercial that you released as a single. Did it work? And I'm sure it was successful, but did he make? Did he make like 400 million dollars off of selling that tequila brand? I, I don't. Yeah, yeah, well, that's fine. He he also wrote a shitty ass fucking song. You know, there's how many jingles out there are commercials? I still don't that, think you'll say it. I just I just don't. All right, we'll get Sammy Hagar on this show, 
And the very first thing I'll say to him is, Sammy, I fucking hate mustard. And then you know what's going to happen? He's going to say, okay, click. And then he, we won't have him on the show. You can't play the game like that. It just doesn't work. Oh, so now I've got to be. If you want to have guests on the show, you do. If you make it, if you make it confrontational, it won't work. Well, no, I'm not going to try to be like Howard Stern. The first thing that he comes on the show and you're going to go, you're going to go. I I was exaggerating. I, I, yeah. yeah, I will tell him I didn't care for it. I almost quoted you. And then I realized D's mom would be mad at me for that. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, Yeah. I'm not going to disappoint your mom like you. If you want to be a disappointment to your mom, you go for it. Yeah. Oh, my mother loves me. So next week, I think we'll go back to our uh, to our regular format. Well, we'll each pick uh, pick four songs, and I'll pick the Sammy Hagar song. So it's a good one next week. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, quote unquote good one. We'll see. Yeah. You see why you shouldn't all over Sammy Hagar all over. Well, you brought you brought it up. Are we going to have to do a review of Binaural coming up? Some we can shit on Pearl Jam too. I can't think of a song that I dislike. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it wasn't that great of an album. It was, it was serviceable, but it wasn't that great. I can't see that. It's a binaural tattoo. Sean. Well, hmm. yeah. it's some bad life choices right there. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, on that. Well, so, note, so is listening to journey. Yeah. Well, anyway, maybe next week you when won't be. The sky, <laughs> All right. That's up. That's it. I'm, d- I'm done listening to you sing. Journey that's probably a good show. place to stop. Yeah. All right. We will be back next week here on Sean and D's Good Day.